Entrepreneur on Fire 991. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire, where I chat with today's rock star entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you subscribed to the Fire Nation newsletter? Why the heck not? Text EO Fire to 33444 and you'll get gifts, resources, and value bombs galore. Ignite. Having experience these days is priceless. More than 400,000 design projects have passed through the doors at 99designs. That's expertise. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 upgrade of services free. Want access to fill-in-the-blank marketing templates built by pros that do marketing for a living? Generate more leads and sales online. Download digitalmarketer.com's ultimate digital marketing toolbox at digitalmarketer.com slash fire. Who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Tom Corson Knowles. Tom, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely, John. Let's get fired up. Tom is a best-selling author of more than 20 books, including Secrets of the Six-Figure Author. He is a founder of TCK Publishing, an independent book publishing company, and host of the Publishing Profits Podcast Show. His mission is to help people make better decisions with better information. Tom, take a minute, fill in any blanks from the intro, and give us a little glimpse into your personal life. Yeah, absolutely, John. Thanks for having me. So, you know, I just I'm just so grateful and blessed to, to have the life I live now. Uh, you know, every day I get to wake up and just do what I love to do, and that's just learning. I love learning. Like it's my number one passion in life is just you know new information and learning, and you know everything from entrepreneurship to writing to you know physics and science and spirituality, and I just I just love to learn everything, and so that's what I get to do. You know, as an author, as a teacher, as an entrepreneur, I get to learn. I get to share ideas with the world and really just make the world a better place through information. So that's really my passion. I would say I'm an information entrepreneur because I think ideas are the new currency of the future. Ideas are what make the world a better place. And I think that when we get better ideas, people make better decisions, they have better lives, and and it's a win-win for everybody. I also agree that ideas definitely are going to be the currency of the future. But what I love about you, Tom, is that you teach the execution of those ideas. And that's really what's going to take people, Fire Nation, you, to the promised lands. And Tom, we have a lot to talk about today. Your journey has been a fascinating one. But first off, you're at a networking party in Hawaii. Someone comes up to you and they say, Tom, what do you do? What's your answer in 10 seconds? This is like the hardest question ever because I do so much. And, uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, if you say 10 different things, people just, you know, they get bored, they gloss over. So I'd only just say, you know, like I'm, I'm an author and I write about personal development and motivation, inspiration and business. Boom. Uh, I, I like to keep it simple. But, you know, the truth is I do way more than that, too. Of course. But this is a networking party. You got to be quick, powerful. Boom. Getting it out. And Tom, let's talk about how you currently got to be doing what you're currently doing. So don't tell us the big history. We're going to get to that later. But what is that leaping point of how you came to do what you're doing right now? Take us there. You know, it really started for me when I list, I actually, I read a book um, called Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And it just changed my life. It changed my worldview. And in the book, he talks about one, one really brief section of the book. He talks about, you know, becoming a best-selling writer not a best writing author, a best selling mm. author, not a best writing author, and the difference between that. And that kind of inspired me to, you know, hey, maybe I've got some ideas I could share with the world. And I started writing my first book and, you know, 
basically failed miserably for six years until you know self-publishing came around with ebooks uh, about four years ago. Someone just mentioned, why don't you just self-publish your books on Kindle? Um, so I did that. I went ahead, I did it, and you know, twelve months later, I had my first twelve thousand dollar month from just Kindle ebook royalties alone. Love that story, and I love the part where you were failing and you were failing over and over again. But you did a couple of things. You persevered. You continued moving forward. You continued to learn from your mistakes, iterate, pivot, improve. And here you are now with a five-figure month and beyond. So let's talk now about the ways that you currently generate revenue. Get as specific as you're comfortable with. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, I'm an author, so I sell books. That's e-books, print books, and audio books. Um, you know, I think a lot of authors are really misinformed about, you know, how that works and, and the money side. So real quick, basically like 80% of my income and most of our clients as well comes from the e-books about 10, 15% from audiobooks and maybe 5% from print books. Um, that can be significantly higher. Like if you're a speaker and you speak at conferences, you might sell a lot more from print books, but that's kind of the breakdown of the revenue on that side. And then I also, I have video courses, training courses online, and uh, those do very well financially, even better than the books in a lot of cases. Um, and then I also, you know, I do seminars. Um, I have a publishing company, so we actually help other authors publish their books and we take a percentage of the royalties for doing that. Um, so that's kind of the business in a nutshell. Boom. And I love that you break it down with the numbers like that because, you know, a lot of authors come into writing with a completely warped perception of what the reality actually is. And what I actually really found interesting personally, because I've seen it a hundred percent in my business is that it's actually the products for me that, that make up a vast majority of my income. And you mentioned that, you know, sometimes profits even do outweigh your book sales and, and your revenue in some ways. And to be honest with you, just seeing your trajectory, Tom, from my experience, I think that's going to continue to become a larger and larger percentage of your revenue. Time will tell, but Fire Nation, product services that you're creating, it's 100% revenue. It's a lot higher potential price points than you can ever charge for an ebook. Really exciting stuff. And Tom, you've had some great times. You've talked to us about some tough times, some struggling years. But what is your worst, plain and simple, your worst entrepreneurial moment? Like, take us there. And I hope this is going to be good because you are an author. So tell us that story. Well, I mean, I've got a couple. I think <laughs> um, probably the worst, worst moment when I was like so fearful was actually it didn't have really anything to do with being an author at that point um well i just i just meant that you'd be able to tell a good story since you're an author absolutely. so just tell that story yeah so basically i started a business it was right after college and i started a business and invested all my money so i had saved up to fifty thousand dollars at that point in my life i was like 22 and uh, i invested all that in the business and then i even got friends and family to invest another hundred thousand dollars and uh and i had these great projections and thought i was gonna do really really well and like three months after we launched the business, I could tell that the revenue was, it was like, you know, 20% of what we had projected. Mm. And I just knew it was going to be a bomb. Like I just, you know, you know, there was nothing we could do at that. It was one, it was a business where we were basically buying um, delinquent loans and collecting them. And uh, so we were basically buying loans from a bank at a discount and then we would collect them from the customers. Um, and that's how we'd make our profit. And I just knew immediately, you know, based on how the portfolios were doing that we were just going to lose basically everything. So I lost all my money. Um, you know, I, I owed my family a whole bunch of money and friends a whole bunch of money. And uh, it was miserable. I mean, I was living with my parents. I was, you know, depressed. Um, and, and really the, the great, it was actually a great blessing though, because what I learned from that experience 
Um, there's a saying in, in gambling that you don't have to, you know, the way you lose it, you don't have to make it up the same way. And so what I, what I realized was that that business was not a good business because I wasn't really in control, right? The banks were in control. They were in control of the pricing. They were in control of the product. There was very little that I could do to really leverage that business and, and to grow it and to grow revenues and to help more, help serve more people without raising a whole much more money. And in that case, it didn't make sense because we were already losing money. So what I realized was that I needed to be in a business where I was in control, where I could actually, you know, do activities, marketing activities to grow the business, you know, and, and where no one else was in control of the revenue. Because if someone else is in control of how much money you can earn, you know, there's going to be a limit for sure. There's a lot that I love there. But the main thing, Tom, is that you don't have to recover the same way that you lost it. I mean, I think a lot of people go down in a ball of flames, they get to the bottom, they're like, oh, okay, if, if, if I can just do this little tiny thing right on what I just completely failed at, I'll succeed this next time. So they keep banging their head against the wall. Sometimes they don't step back and just say, you know what, this might just be the wrong industry for me. This just might be the wrong path for me. And they don't pivot, they don't adjust, they don't try new things. But you, you're just like, you know what, this just isn't for me. It, it doesn't feel right, I wasn't successful. What makes me think I'll be successful with just a couple small tweaks? No, it's essentially the same industry and you learn from that. So that's a huge takeaway for me, Tom, and I hope Fire Nation really realizes that you know, the way to success is not by just small tweaks on your last or past failures. What do you, in just one sentence, Tom, want to have Fire Nation really understand from that period in your life? That, you know, you've ne- you never lose hope. That there's always another way. There's always something different. And you can always succeed no matter how, how badly you've failed in life. So just, you know, what I do is now is I, I just write down on a piece of paper, like, you know, what can I do to improve my life today? How can I make my mm. life better today? How can I grow my income, my revenue today? And just really simply ask yourself those questions and, and you'll, you'll find the answers. Yeah, no, I love that on so many levels. Persist, Fire Nation, and persevere. Now, Tom, we're going to talk about another story. This one's going to be an epiphany, an aha moment, a light bulb. You've had a lot of these, but which one is going to be the one that you share with Fire Nation? What's that story? Take us to that moment. Absolutely. So I was a freshman in business school at Indiana University, Go Hoosiers. Uh, yeah, that's right. Go Hoosiers. <laughs> uh, Kelly School of Business. And it, we were an honors program. And basically, you had to do an internship um, in the summer. with, and, and everyone wanted to do an internship on Wall Street. You know, that was a dream of, of all of my classmates in business schools. They all wanted to go to Wall Street. This was like right before the financial crisis hit. So everyone wanted to go to Wall Street. They wanted to be investment bankers and earn six figures and have this, you know, earn tons of money, right? And so uh, I procrastinated. I didn't do it that summer, but all my friends did. And I remember I got a phone call from a friend and she was just bawling. She was in tears. She was saying, you know, I'm working over 100 hours a week. I can't eat. I can't sleep. I can't exercise. I have no social life. My life is just a wreck. And after that phone call, like, I was like, I was like shaking, you know, like I was so scared, not just for my friend, but you know, for myself, because I realized, look, if my if I keep going down the path I'm going down now, my future is going to suck. It is going to be a horrible life that I do not want to live. And, you know, working 100 hours a week in a cage for someone else was just not the way I wanted to live my life. And so that, that moment really woke me up and really made me realize, look, I, if I'm going to be in control of my future, I have to take control. I have to start a business. I have to be in control of my financial future and not give it to, you know, a company on Wall Street or some other company um, who really doesn't care about me as a person. So for me, this is so critical and there's a lot of different ways that I could go with this because I'm so passionate about this. But Fire Nation 
we need to look at those people who are currently where we're heading. We need to look at those people who are currently doing the things in the future that we will be doing if we continue along that path. We need to really ask ourselves, honestly, do I want to be that person? Do I want that person's life? Do I want to be doing what that person's doing? And if that answer is not an emphatic yes, then what the heck are you doing on this road, on this path? I mean, I can remember so clearly being in my cubicle with John Hancock and then seeing my boss and, and you know, just where he was and what he was doing and being like, I don't even want to be him ever. I don't ever want to achieve that. So why am I busting my hump trying to get to a place I don't even want to go? I mean, that's a huge takeaway for me, Tom, from what you're sharing. What do you really want to make sure that Fire Nation understands? Is that you're in control of your life. You know, the, the, the future is in your complete control. It's in your hands. And if you look at your path right now and say, where am I going to be five years from now, 10 years from now, 50 years from now, and you're not happy with that, you need to make some changes. And, you know, it might be scary. It might be hard. It might be frustrating. But if you want a better life, you got to make changes. You can't just stay on the path you're at now and hope things are going to work out and, and that things are going to be better in the future because they're not going to be better unless you make it better. So, Tom, remind us where you live right now. Hawaii. Okay, so it's not some cubicle in Indiana working 100-hour weeks? No, I've got my beautiful office looking out at the rainiest spot on earth right now in the mountains. It's absolutely gorgeous. Oh, good for you, buddy. Way to take flipping control. So, Tom, we're going to talk about the fire round now. This is where I'm going to ask you a couple questions. Take about 30 seconds to answer. The first one being, what's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? Uh, my biggest weakness, I would say it's being lazy and procrastinating, <laughs> honestly. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, you don't want to admit that. But the truth is that, you know, I've been struggling with it my whole life. And, um, and but I, I found that it's actually, it absolutely is a blessing because when I'm procrastinating on something, it means it's probably not that important to me. You know what I mean? And so there are activities in my business and probably in your business, John, and other people's businesses that, you know, if you're not hyped up about that, if you're not excited about that, if you're not loving doing that, Outsource it, delegate it, systemize it, find some way to get it off your plate so you can focus on doing what you love and on the high value activities that are really going to make a difference in your business and your life. It's so true because if you're not going to do something that you love and you're passionate about, it's not going to be your best work. It's probably not even going to be good work. So why are you even doing it? Because why do you, Fire Nation, want to put out work that's not amazing? You don't. So just do the stuff you love. What's your biggest strength, Tom? I think my biggest strength is I'm willing to change my mind. I'm, I'm always open to new ideas. And, you know, when you learn, like, I, you know, I, I've been reading a book a week on average for wow. 10 years now, for a decade. And I'm always learning new ideas. And some, like, you know, what I believe today is totally different than what I believed last year, five years ago, 10 years ago. And I think that's super important as an entrepreneur because, you know, when you're starting a new business, you probably have ideas, preconceptions coming into that business that are completely wrong. And you get in the industry, you start talking to customers, you realize those ideas you thought were so true might not actually be true anymore. And so you have to be willing to change your mind. When do you read? Uh, right before bed, always. So uh, at least half an hour before bed. And then sometimes in the middle of the day, if I, you know, if I take a nap or rest in the middle of the day, I read as well. What is the one thing that has you most fired up right now? Uh, I'm fired up about teaching. So um, I, a couple of years ago, I launched a, a free program for authors to teach them how to publish and market their books online at ebookpublishingschool.com. And just a couple months ago, I totally revamped it, updated all the new videos, all new training for 2015, and just so super excited about ebook publishing school. Love that. So Fire Nation, we are about to enter the lightning rounds. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. 
We wear many hats as entrepreneurs, but you and I both know we simply can't do it all. As an example, do you ever struggle with finding marketing tactics that actually work? digitalmarketer.com is a marketing blog and guess what they actually do the stuff they write about a teacher who's actually doing what they're teaching pretty awesome they aren't just ordinary researchers they don't just talk about marketing they do marketing digitalmarketer.com shares marketing tactics that work right now you can get complimentary instant access to digitalmarketer.com's ultimate digital marketing toolbox which includes the ultimate Facebook ad template library That's seven proven Facebook ad campaigns that create low-cost, high-converting ads on demand. The GLF email series, a pre-written three-part email campaign proven to get more opens, clicks, and sales from your subscribers. And the ultimate social media swipe file, 72 proven headline formulas to get more clicks from Facebook, Twitter, and your blog. Visit digitalmarketer.com slash fire to access the ultimate digital marketing toolbox today. At Entrepreneur on Fire, we know firsthand when you're starting up a new business, finding a place to get your logo design can be a challenge. Sure, your cousin Eddie may offer to help out, but that can get real uncomfortable real fast. And at this stage in the game, you don't have the funds to hire an agency. I've discovered an easy way you can get great design. It's called 99designs, and it's the world's largest online marketplace for graphic design. Here's how it works. You start by telling them what you need in a simple online brief. Designers from around the world begin submitting designs, and you provide them with feedback to refine the concepts. In just seven days, you get to pick your favorite design and start using it right away. If you're launching a new company, 99designs is your answer for quality graphic design at an affordable price. Right now, when you start your next design project at 99designs.com slash fire, you'll get a $99 upgrade added for free. Tom, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Absolutely. Let's do it. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? You know, I think the biggest thing holding me back was just fear and especially fear of what other people would think about me. You know, Um, that's, I find that's a huge one for a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of authors too. It's like, you know, who am I to write a book? Who am I to start a business? You know, what are other people going to say about me? What are my friends going to think? You know, I remember starting a business in college and my roommates were like, what, dude, are you crazy? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, dude, we're about to start playing some beer pong. Like, what are you trying to do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you want to sell stuff to people and make money? Like, are you crazy? Like, what, what's wrong with you? And, and, you know, I struggle with that. I still have that fear today a little bit, but I learned to just get past it and to focus on helping people and serving people and making a difference. Well, Tom, it's the imposter syndrome. It lives within us all. It will always be within us all. It's innate. We're born with it. But you just need to embrace it, hug it, cuddle it a little bit, and just understand it's part of life. And then, like you said, move on. And what's the best advice you've ever received? Uh, The best, best quote, best advice ever. If you help enough people get what they want in life, you can have everything you want in life. Ziggler. Zig Ziggler, absolutely. Just so true. I mean, in business, like anytime I'm like, okay, I need more money, John. I want more money. If that's my focus, my first question I ask is, how can I help more people? Because that's how you make more money, by helping more people. What's the personal habit that you believe contributes to your success? I think the, the most life-changing habit I've, I've ever learned and developed and I use every day is called thinking time. And I learned it roundabout from a guy named Carl Icahn, who's a successful billionaire investor um, as far as I know, he's the guy who invented this thing called thinking time. And basically, you lock yourself in your room, no distractions, no interruptions at all, nothing but a pen and a piece of paper, and you write down thinking questions, like kind of like questions I asked before, like, you know, 
what can I do to improve my income today? What can I do to improve my life today? How can I improve my relationships today? And I have a whole list of over 100 questions I ask myself to, to really just sit down and focus and think at that time. So there's no distractions and I can actually consciously think about how to solve the current problems in my life and how to make my life better. Yeah, I'm a big James Altucher fan and he is huge on the idea machine, working your creative muscle, writing down 10 ideas a day just to get your brain actually thinking and not just going into automatic mode by checking how many likes you got on Facebook for your last photo. I mean, critical stuff. And Tom, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you can share with our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. I, I get this question all the time, John. So I actually created a list of over 100 free resources for authors and entrepreneurs online. So if you go to tckpublishing.com slash fire, you'll get that entire list of all those amazing resources. tckpublishing.com slash fire. Fire Nation is there waiting for you. Hit it up. And if you could recommend just one book, Tom, and I know this is going to be tough because you are a book machine, and this is going to join Secrets of the Six-Figure Author on the show notes page. So it better be a good one because that's quite the book. What would that book be and why? As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. It's a life-changing book. It, it really, if you read it, it, you can read it in half an hour. It's not long, but it will change how you view your thoughts, how you view your life. And it, it, it's just, I can't say enough good things about it. Honestly, you can read it in half an hour and it will be the best half an hour you've ever spent in your life. Fire Nation. I know you love audio, so I teamed up with Audible, and if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. Tom, this next question is the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter, psh, taken care of. But all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Such a great question. So the first thing I would do is throw away the money. Uh, not literally, but I think if you only have $500 and you say, well, John, I only have $500 to start a business, that becomes a limitation in your mind and you don't need that. So ignore the money. You're starting a business. You have whatever resources you have. That's it. But there's no limitations. Now, the second thing I would do is, is really start thinking time, like I said before. And I would ask myself, I think, three of the highest value questions when you're starting a business. Number one, what can you create that would make the world a better place, that would really serve people, and, and, and especially on a large scale? Because you want to make more money, you either have to help you know, the same amount of customers you have add more value to their life so you can make more money, or just help a lot of people. So take the same product or service you have now and just reach more people with it. The next question is, how can I add massive value to other people's lives? Like, how can you make your product and service even better? Like, you know, 10x the value on, on what you're offering to people. And then the final one is, what networks or communities could I, could, could I serve, could I connect with? Because once you got a product, John, you need to go out there, you need to market it. And the easiest way now with the internet, go find a forum online with, you know, a million people who love podcasting. Yeah. Go find, you know, a Facebook group with, you know, 10,000 people who love what you're doing and connect with those people, serve those people, add value to those people's lives. Love all of this stuff that I love to practice and, you know, love to practice what I preach. Doesn't always come to fruition, but Fire Nation, this is the kind of stuff that you need to be focusing on today in your business. And Tom, I want to end on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. 
Absolutely. So the best way to connect with me is go to ebookpublishingschool.com. There you can sign up for the email list. You'll get some free training videos on how to self-publish your books and start a successful business online. What's your parting piece of guidance? I would just say do what you love. Do what you love to do. Do what you think is going to make the world a better place. And, you know, lead from your heart. I think there's a lot of people in business that, you know, maybe money is all they care about. And maybe that's you. I don't know. But I think there's a lot more entrepreneurs who are super, super successful. And what they focus on is making the world a better place, serving their customers, making a difference. And if that's where you're coming from when you start a business, you can't help but be successful. You might not, you know, have your first business make a million dollars for you. But if you're focused on helping people, making a difference, serving your customers, your customers will tell you how to make it better, how to do it better. And those incremental improvements will eventually lead you to a very, very successful business. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with Tom C. and JLD today. So keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com. Just type Tom in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up with his books, his recommended book, resources, everything that we've been talking about today ebookpublishingschool.com. Check that out. Of course, don't forget your gift, Fire Nation, tckpublishing.com slash fire. Get there. Check out those resources. And Tom, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much, John. Have an incredible day. This episode is supported by Sidekick by HubSpot. Sidekick is the ultimate email advantage, providing you with seamlessly integrated email tools for Gmail, Apple Mail, and Outlook. With Sidekick, you can receive live notifications when someone opens and clicks on your emails, so you have powerful contact insight right in your inbox. Go to getsidekick.com slash fire to get your first month of Sidekick for free and to see why 200,000 other users love Sidekick. Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on Entrepreneur on Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, as well as killer resources, gifts, and so much more. Ready to rock your own podcast? Text podcast course to 33444. That's podcast course, all one word, no spaces to 33444 and you'll be rocking our free 15-day podcast course in no time flat. Have an inspired day and ignite.